Welcome to Healthy Her, the podcast designed to inspire women to lead lives filled with health and happiness. I'm Dr. Amy Brenner, your host discussing nutrition, hormones, aesthetics, sexual health, and more. Join us each week as we dive into feeling better, looking better, and living better. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Healthy Her. Today we're gonna talk about a really popular topic, semaglutide. Uh, we have our one of our wellness coaches with us today, Kylie Winter. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, as we record this, it's January 2024, mm-hmm. and uh, you are super busy, so it was yes. uh, hard to snag you to come talk about this. <laughs> yeah, we are very busy. Everybody is, you know, wanting to be more healthy and wanting to lose weight in the new year with their New Year's resolutions. Yeah. So if you're on social media at all, like. Um, I don't know about you, but my entire Facebook feed is blowing up with semaglutide ads and Mm -hmm. my friends, uh, acquaintances, like so many people are asking me, like, do you prescribe this? And um, the answer is yes and no. I don't just see you as a patient Mm -hmm. and, you know, write a prescription like I would for a urinary tract infection or a UTI of here's a prescription, see you later. Um, And I wanted to talk about that and the reason why we don't Mm -hmm. do that and why semaglutide um, isn't working for a lot of people that are just doing it that way. Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, a lot of people's feeds are just kind of bombarded. It's become very, very popular. Um, I think one of the biggest misconceptions that a lot of people have is that when they go on the injections, it's kind of like a miracle drug, right? That they're just going to go on and lose a bunch of weight. But the reality is, is that it's a little bit more complex than that. Um, And the drug was designed really more for lowering A1C and diabetic interventions. But when they realized that weight loss was associated with it, it just kind of exploded to the masses. So what we're seeing a lot here, specifically in our practice when new patients come, is that they are kind of falling into the trap of clicking on that link on their Facebook feed and then following to an online practice that does just prescribe the medication. Um, However, the medication isn't a cure. It's just kind of a supplement to weight loss. So what we're seeing a lot is that They are coming because they went on, they didn't really have much guidance, they either had a lot of symptoms, or they couldn't continue to afford... Side effects, you mean? Yes, side side effects effects of the medication? Mm -hmm. Yep. Let's go over some of those side effects of of taking this medication. And it's dose-related, right? It is dose-related, yes. the more you take, the the higher the chance of the the side effects. So what are some of the side effects... that people are seeing when they're just taking according to the FDA approved schedule, which is I call it mega dosing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some of the most of the side effects that we see are GI distress. So a lot of constipation or diarrhea, abdominal cramping, nausea to the point of vomiting. And then one of the things that can be a benefit, but if you're doing too much can be a side effect is that you don't eat at all. You don't want to eat at all. Your appetite is so suppressed that we're not eating, which can actually then be harmful to your metabolism, which can then lead to rebound weight gain when yeah. you go off. So when people hear that, they're probably like, yeah, I want that. I don't want to eat. That's how, like, Mm -hmm. we've been, as a society, probably conditioned of, like, well, if I don't eat, I'll definitely lose weight. Yeah, absolutely. I think society's done a really 
harmful number when it comes to weight loss, specifically with women, right? We're kind of ingrained that we eat very little and then go run a bunch that will lose weight. But unfortunately, from a physiological standpoint, that's not really how our body works. Or it may work in the short run. For a short term, yes. But what we're doing is we're slowing that metabolism down. And then when we do start going back to our normal routines, which inevitably we will because we haven't really made any lifestyle changes, then we see that weight come on and then we can't lose it again because our body's stuck in this kind of preservation mode. Yeah. Or like when we're talking about weight, weight is everything. Like Mm -hmm. when you step on a scale, you're measuring your weight. So we're measuring not just your fat mass, but your muscle mass, Mm -hmm. your bones, your your water content. And when you lose weight that fast... It's not all just fat. It's not healthy to lose weight rapidly. So that's one of the biggest indicators when we look for certain things as far as like bowel diseases, right? If you're losing weight rapidly, we don't want that because like you said, we're not just losing fat. And fat is actually the last thing to go when we lose weight rapidly. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that with being on these injections, we're not seeing that rapid weight loss. Because like you said, stepping on the scale, yeah, your scale may be going down, but are you actually losing fat? That's the question. Yeah. And, and you're probably actually losing a lot of muscle when you lose Correct. weight that, that fast. And, and even when people do our program, you do lose a little bit of muscle. You but, do, yes. But we want you to primarily be mm-hmm. losing fat and minimize the yeah. the muscle loss. Um, so what are you seeing? Um, uh, I just talked to you in the hall, which I said, you know, let's uh, share this with our, our listeners because semaglutide is just popular everywhere, um, yes. not just in our practice. But you, you mentioned that you're seeing a lot of people that got semaglutide elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the what are we, we talked about side effects, but what are other some of the problems you're hearing of that people did semaglutide? Yeah. So the biggest thing that I hear is the cost, right? So the cost is going to vary depending on where you're getting it. If you're just going and getting a prescription for it, most of the time we're looking upwards of 1000 to $1,400 just for the month worth of medications. Um, so even if it's covered by insurance, yes, we've had people that's say, with insurance oh, coverage, I, want, yes. I want it covered by my insurance. And even with their insurance they're paying $1,000 a month. And that's just getting a prescription from their their doctor. From their regular PCP. Yep. Um, The other big thing that we are hearing is, well, I went on it. I saw success. I went off. I gained all the weight back. So, you know, one of the most recent ones that I heard was had really good success, lost upwards of, you know, 57, 60 pounds within a matter of three weeks being off. She already has 40 pounds back on. So that's when we have to have that conversation of what changes did you make on top of the medication? I didn't make any because who she was going through, who she was getting the medication through, they just weren't focused on that. They were just writing the prescription and walking away. Yeah. And I think like even the, these drugs are FDA approved for um, obesity and weight loss mm-hmm. and type 2 diabetes, um, but they're meant to be take, taken indefinitely. Yes. We don't want our patients to be on these indefinitely. No. no. While there may not be any risk from being on it indefinitely, there are things that we do have to take into consideration, like the cost, yes. right? So we want to make sure that we're offering sustainability without being reliant on the medication itself. Because the reality is, is when we talk weight loss, there are natural ways to do it. They just aren't quick fixes. So I feel like the best way to do that and is how we do it here is we give you what you want, but we also give you what you need to. Yeah. So can you talk a, just a little bit? I know we did another podcast and our patients are 
given information of what our program includes, but can you just give a high level overview of how we're using semaglutide and uh, I'm so bad about the pronunciation of the other drug, ter terazepatide. <laughs> terazepatide, yes. Yes, because um, we have both options. We do have both options, yes. So um, we really, what we like to do is we like to balance the medication as a supplement. Like I said, giving you what you want. We all want it, right? It's big. It's on our news feed. We want it. But we also want to make sure that we're balancing it with what you need too. And the reality is, is that when we can't lose weight or our weight has plateaued, it's not because what we're doing isn't necessarily wrong. It's because our body isn't responding and we have to figure out why that is. So the only way to really kind of figure that out is to kind of address the nutrition aspect of weight loss. That's not an easy fix, right? Nutrition alone, it takes a lot of time. So when we supplement with that medication, we're able to get some of those upfront results, right? The reduction of inflammation, we are able to see some of that accelerated weight loss. We're even able to see, you know, better markings on our lab work, right? As far as lowering A1C, the things that the, the medication was designed to do. But then we're also making sure that we're coming in and we're fixing the foundation of the problems too, right? So we can paint a house, but unless we fix the foundation, it's still going to end up crumbling, right? So that's what we're coming in and doing is we're focusing on things like metabolism. Are we getting enough fiber? Are we eating too much sugar? How are our sodium levels? All of those things affect our weight. The other thing that I think it's important for people to realize too is that weight loss isn't linear, especially for women, our weight fluctuates. Our weight can fluctuate up to five pounds, give or take, in 24 hours. So if you go up a pound on the scale, that's not always indicative of you gaining weight. That's or, fat, we yeah. or fat, yeah. it's We want to look at and see where are you in your cycle? How much sodium did you have the day before, right? And what we really are big on is just educating our patients on that. What does it look like to eat a balanced meal? Making sure that in the beginning of the day, we are getting that fiber and protein and balancing our blood sugar sugars to make sure that our body's just functioning optimally through the rest of the day to promote that weight loss, then give it a supplement that's going to accelerate it. So obviously we have an option of, of using um, these kind of medications, but uh, what are we asking our patients to do? Um, obviously know the answer to this because I <laughs> have done the, the program myself. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we ask one for their trust, um, because when we kind of start our program, a lot of times we may say, I want you to eat a little more, you've been under eating, or hey, we're going to cut a little bit. It just kind of depends. It's very individualized. It's not really a one size fits all. And if you're in a weight loss program that says it's one size fits all, you probably shouldn't be in it. So we really kind of individualize it and we ask for their trust first off. Then we get them set up in a coaching app. It's also a tracking app called Body Sight. And that's where we communicate with them. Every week we do a weekly check-in where we address nutrition as well as how much they should be injecting as far as a semaglutide. Like I said, it's a balancing act. So we do titrate those levels. We don't just give it to them and walk away. Can you address the the hassle factor? I know I started doing this mainly because I'm like, well, if I'm going to ask my patients to do it, like, I don't want to track, like, I don't want to measure my food. I'm too busy mm -hmm. for that. And, and so I was like, but if I'm going to ask other people to do it, I need to do it too. And my experience was, is it is a hassle for mm -hmm. maybe three to five days until you get used to using the app. But yeah. then after that, it was pretty straightforward and maybe, maybe added an extra 10 minutes to my day. But what is yeah. what has been your experience of patients using the app? That was that was my experience. And typically most people are eating the same thing. So then mm -hmm. it becomes pretty 
routine consistent um i'd say it's it's one or the other there's never an in-between it's they either never tracked don't want to do it or they're avid trackers and they're avid about making sure to know what they're eating you know when it comes to tracking you're right it can be it can be a pest um but the reality is is that tracking just allows us to be able to support you best through the program if we can see what you're doing and see in real time it also offers a level of self-accountability right the other thing too that we find is really important with tracking is that you know when we're eating certain types of foods we don't realize what actually comes with that, how much calories we're actually eating. So for example, if I'm eating very micronutrient dense, vegetables, leafy greens, fruits, those don't offer a lot of calories. Therefore, I have to eat more of them. Whereas if I go eat a donut and a piece of pizza, that's a calorie dense meal, right? So I'm getting a lot of calories in a very little portion of food. So being able to put that in and see that, it really kind of offers that educational piece that we're talking about and learning how to balance those meals. I think that's really important too when we're talking about cutting calories because from a mental aspect, I'm eating very micronutrient dense. I'm eating six or seven bigger portion of meals throughout the day. Mentally, I feel like I've eaten a lot of food. Whereas if I eat one meal and a snack and I've hit my calories for my calorie cut, mentally, that's very hard. And that's where we kind of see that overeating, overindulgence or binging because it's like, well, I haven't really eaten that much and I'm starving. Not because you haven't gotten your calories. You've gotten your calories. It, there's a, a mental aspect yeah. to that. Um, one of the great things that we like to do with patients when they're first starting out and they don't really, they're not really comfortable with tracking is just pre-tracking their food. Hey, before you go to bed, you know what you're going to eat in the morning. You kind of already have an idea of what you're going to do. Just throw it in there and see what it looks like. If you don't eat it, great. Just take it back out for us or just let us know and we'll do it right. So pre-tracking, getting them used to that. We also but like planning ahead. Planning ahead is yeah. huge. Yes. And it alleviates. Because if you don't plan ahead, then you might yeah. be stuck and be like, oh, I gotta you don't go know what the to drive do. Through. Yeah. I and, didn't plan and ahead. And then you kind of just make a rash decision, right? It alleviates the frustration of trying to figure it out in the moment. Yeah. At least for me, when I started tracking, I thought, first of all, I'm too busy to do this. I already eat healthy. But then when I started tracking, it was eye opening to me of like, oh, I am eating so much mm-hmm. fat. Yes. Like, Coffee creamers, Mm -hmm. eggs, cheese, like the amount of calories that I was eating and fat Mm -hmm. was just so surprising. Similarly, like somebody I'm close to, like couldn't lose weight. And I told her, like, you need to do this program. And she's like, no, I eat good. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm really eating good, doing all this intermittent fasting. I'm like, can you just trust me? I think she's lost 60 plus pounds. Yeah. Again, eye opening when she started tracking of, oh my gosh, I had no idea Mm -hmm. the amount of fat I was eating. Yeah. So, I mean, it really just offers that, you know, that education. And I feel like when we're making food choices and we don't really know what we're doing, that's when we fall into those traps where it's like, well, I eat healthy. But then when we log it and we're like, you may think you're eating healthy because it says it on the box that it's paleo or gluten-free or sugar-free, but the reality is, is this is what it really looks like. And being able to break that down, I think, is really huge for the sustainability piece of weight loss, right? Like, our goal is not to have you work with us forever. Our goal is to get you to a certain point, and then you've learned enough to where you don't need the medication, and you can kind of not have to go on another program again, right? Yeah. So anyway, I hope this was helpful. Semaglutide, terazepatide, I think that's how you say it, Um, (laughs) so popular right now. But it doesn't always work. And so um, 
We just want to make sure that you're aware of uh, what else there is that can go along with semaglutide to give you the results that you're needing. Yeah, absolutely. So I know you're super busy um, taking care of our patients that are on this. Um, if this is something you're interested in, please uh, reach out. We'll put the way to do that in the contact info. And yeah, you, see, you see people in the office, but most of mm -hmm. our um, yes. patients are doing this virtual. Yeah, yeah, we can do both. So we can accommodate both. We can also do Zoom if they're more comfortable with that. Yeah, thanks for joining yeah, us. I'll absolutely, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Healthy Her. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a quick five-star review on your podcast platform. Your feedback means the world to us and helps others discover our show. Do you have questions or want to discuss a particular topic? You can reach us by emailing ask at dramybrenner.com or calling 513-204-8403 and leaving a voicemail. We might feature your question or comment in an upcoming episode, so don't miss out on the chance to be a part of the conversation. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. We appreciate your support and can't wait to have you back with us next time. Take care and remember your healthy herd journey begins with you. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute medical advice, the practice of medicine, nursing, or other healthcare services. No patient-physician relationship is formed. The information in the podcast and any references, material, or links are at the sole discretion of the listener and not meant to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Listeners should not delay or disregard obtaining medical advice for any medical diagnosis or issue issues that they may have and should seek medical care or advice from their healthcare provider for any such conditions.